Y'all know me. Know how I earn a living. This shark swallow you whole. I value my neck a lot more than 3,000 bucks, Chief. Find him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for ten. Ten thousand dollars for me by myself. For that you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. You yell charge. We've got a panel on our hands on the 4th of July. Mr. Vaughn, Mr. Vaughn, I pulled a tooth the size of a shot glass out of the wreck of the boat out there, and it was the tooth of a great white. A what? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Love to prove that, wouldn't you? Get your name into the National Geographic. Now, I'm not saying that this is not the shark. It probably is, Martin. It probably is. It's a man-eater. It's extremely rare for these waters. But the fact is that the bite radius on this animal is different than the wounds on the victim. back for yet another episode of the Jaws Obsession, where we are here to share with you, prove to you, convince you, or remind you that Jaws is the greatest movie of all time. For an extra episode this week, what I wanted to get into was a little bit of a state of the union for the book of Quint. We are now into uh, the backside of the campaign over at Indiegogo.com. We have 21 days left. What I wanted to do was bring John Tedder on and explain exactly where we are at in the production of the Book of Quint and get John's views. So if everybody were to go to bookofquint.com, jawsob.com, you can follow the links there. You can follow the links to the campaign site at Indiegogo.com. You can follow the links to the video over at YouTube.com for the Book of Quint. And you can also click on the link that takes you to read the first chapter to the Book of Quint. Utilizing those three links, you can actually see what we are referencing here, which is um, we have supporters lining up and they are sponsoring this campaign. Now, John has been John has been invaluable to the writing process. He came on board just through the the Jaws Obsession broadcast here. We met John through doing interviews and being a our orca specialist as well as one of the most knowledgeable Jaws fans I've ever talked to. It was almost fate when I started working with John. I was coming I was already started the writing process for the book of Quint and we are now in the 2-year anniversary of the research phase. The research began two years ago in June of 2020. Uh, the writing started in October of 2021, and it is still going. So John has been a technical advisor for the book, where I have repeatedly uh, asked his expertise, and I have 
ping questions off of him. I bother him at all hours of the day and night because we feel that this is a special story that should reach the fans of Jaws. Now, what's happened is, is that there has been a major name, a big name in the Jaws community, is now reviewing the manuscript to the Book of Quint um, up to the point where I was at when it was requested. We can't reveal any more, but these are the things, these are the processes. This is the process that these things have to go through when you're dealing with a story with characters of uh, intellectual property. This is the processes that they have to go through. That's what's happening with the Book of Quint right now. So without getting into that, what I wanted to do was bring John on because he actually has seen He's one of the only people other than the big name in the Jaws community that is now reviewing the manuscript to the book. Um, John has seen the first 24 chapters, 195 pages. I am currently on chapter 32. We are now approaching the 300-page level. We're going to shoot right over that. This book will probably be about 400 pages. It's grown into something a lot more than I actually thought it was going to be when I first took on the task. So, um, John... We last spoke about the idea in episode 19 with the Fate of the Orca episode, and that was before we announced the Book of Quint. So now that the announcement has been made, backers are supporting the project. So John, you're the technical advisor of the book. You've seen the first 24 chapters, 195 pages. I'd like to get your views. We haven't talked about this yet. This is a brand new conversation between John and I. Um, John, what did you think? What are you thinking so far about how the book is working out? I love it. Number one, it flows really well. You know, there's one, without giving anything away, there's at one point when Quint comes out of the wheelhouse and he has the, the M1, not, not only is it a good set piece, but the imagery as, as to what happens in that chapter, in that moment when he comes out of the wheelhouse with the M1, is really good imagery as to how what happens and why it happens and then the aftermath of what happens it's just a big relief not just for him but also for the reader because it's just you can kind of catch your breath again at that point right and in the first chapter when quint's in the water and he reaches over to herbie robinson and says herb wake up you know i mean i can just i can see that in my head and i can see quint doing that and it's very emotional because it's his best friend and they, they have a long history together see john what you're touching on is the story of quint is very it's an emotional story there's oh yeah there's so much that happens and how I've tried to convey this is drilling down on those little moments, those little details of the emotional part of Quint's, the, the Quint's backstory. What I kind of don't want people to think is this is not, this is not a, how should I say this? This is not like, it's not like Meg with Quint in it. It's not like, the, oh, the shark right. is bigger or there's, there's, no, there is, there's something more to this. And I did not, when I started writing Okay, John and I are lifetime Jaws fans, but when when you take on something of this magnitude, there's a lot of responsibility here, and I don't take this lightly, and neither does John. So John is very very honest person. He would he definitely would have told me first day if 
this was a garbage idea or if it was something that just wasn't panning out or if my writing skills were not up to task. And so far, John, do you think that what we have growing here is something that uh, that the Jaws community would be proud to have if it was given the permission of an official publication? Absolutely, they would. Because this is what Jaws fans have been asking, not asking, rather begging for not just another Jaws story, but for a story of Quint. Because Quint is a very beloved character, very 4D character. There, there's layers to the man. It's not a case of he's just this old, crazy, you know, battered, you know, fisherman. It, right. It's not that at all. There's a lot of layers to him. He's, he's a human being, you know, like anybody else. You know, he's had trials and tribulations. He's a Titanic of a man, mm-hmm. you know, and he has most definitely a Titanic of a story just alone right. and being himself. And he, I really believe this is what Charles fans have been asking for. I really do. Having said that, you know, in the trailer for the book, you know, Cooper says it'll hit you right between the eyes, and I still stand by that. Thank you. That's that. I that's what I I think the same thing. A lot of this is evolving. Is that I did not expect the story to evolve in the way it has evolved. You you kind of know the concept, the three parts, which we describe on the Indiegogo. Um, dot com, the campaign site. But what I've used was I've incorporated all aspects that are in the movie Jaws. It's from the movie Jaws. So the M1 Garand, his rifle, the rifle. So when you actually see that rifle in the book of Quint, that's the rifle that Brody uses to kill the shark. Okay. So there's a, there's a lot of weight when that rifle is introduced, when you see it and when it's used. There's so many connections to this movie that we all grew up with and we all love and we share with our friends and family, Jaws. The weight, it's just amplified. And I'm glad that, see, I knew that if John would like it, I know that every Jaws fan would like it. So what I guess, John, what I'm trying to say is I'm glad to hear your uh, opinions on this because I think that you have the litmus test. You would almost be kind of, uh, how should I say, that uh, Praetorian guard of this story, of this character that we all love. And it's we're not making him into a cartoon. We're actually making him into a human being. So when you watch Jaws, you actually watch Jaws in a different view. And I guess that's what one of my questions was. You've read 195 pages of the Book of Quint. How will it change the way, just at 195, Will that change the way you see Jaws in the future or watch Jaws in the future? Absolutely. It already has. I mean, it's just little simple things that are said in Jaws. There's a callback to it in the book of Quint. Like when Quint says, Jesus H. Christ, when I was a little boy, a little squirrel, want to be a harpooner or a swordfish. Mm-hmm. There's a callback to that. Yes. that that Yeah, it all references back. There's lines that all bring up different different reference points and it all, it becomes more well-rounded. So now this character that is portrayed in Jaws, like we only know Quint for a handful of days in Jaws, 1974 Mm -hmm. Jaws, but now you're actually getting to see it all. And that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about how this story plays out. I'm excited about I'm, st- I'm having a lot of fun writing it. What I want people to know is that I'm learning so much about Jaws through this 
just through this broadcast, through the Jaws obsession. But And I'm discovering so much more about Quint through the writing process. I mean, I'm talking, I lived with this guy in my head. It's I've lived with this story driving to and from work. Everything that I'm doing, if I'm taking my kids to practice, it's I'm constantly thinking about, oh, what would happen in this chapter? How is this going to, oh, what did he say here? And all that stuff. It's just, it's in my head and I'm just trying to get, once it gets out, what's interesting is, is that I'm learning a lot about Quint. Like, for example, I did not understand how much of an, how much of an, almost an artistic mind Quint has when you watch Jaws. Okay. What we, what we see with Jaws is we see the last shark that Quint hunts. We see the barrel technique that he's done a thousand times. We see the barrel system set up. So the first barrel pops out. The next barrel gets brought forward using a um, retracting device that Quint obviously invents. We see the greener harpoon gun. This is all in Jaws. To get to that point, to get to that, what we see, that version of Quint we see in Jaws, there had to have been a beginning part and a lot of mistakes, a lot of adapting and overcoming and hurdles that we don't know about. And that's what the book of Quint is about. So you actually see when you're out there on the water and it's not working out and you have to do it like this and that's not working out, how are you going to adapt? How are you going to change? And that's what we actually see is Quint has a more of like a MacGyver artistic side to him that we do not see in Jaws. And that's what's going to be portrayed in the book of Quint. John, through the process that you've been on with the Jaws obsession and then knowing about the story, and, and John knows the entire story. So John, you know like how it's going to end and everything because we've we've worked this all out. Have you learned something about Quint or about Jaws through this process? Oh yeah, because you know, you and I talk anywhere between three, four, five days a week, sometimes more. Yeah. And we're always we always find ourselves having to go back and revisit Jaws, always. Or always having to go back and just analyze all these little things. And then we have to take a step back and then we have to go and examine things in reality on the time periods, what something as simple as what somebody would be wearing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, dates and, you know, when electricity is brought to the island when it would have been mm-hmm. going back and listening to something in the background on a radio and jaws that you might not have heard just watching it. it it's the little things like you said that the, the little details matter here yes the little details add up to be the big details to the overarching story of quint that you might have missed in jaws because it's just little things but the little things make the man right so when a fan reads the book of Quint, so you do agree that they are actually going to learn about Jaws by reading this story. It's not that you're just consuming a story. You're not just, it's not just any story. They're actually going to be learning about things in their favorite movie, Jaws. Absolutely. That's kind of what I wanted to stress to everybody in our final three weeks. We only have 20 days left, 21 days left. So um, if you're, if you want to support the book of Quint and if you want to jump on board and see and actually read this, it's going to be pushing into the 400 page level. So this is not, this is not a small book by any means, but it is a purposeful book. And 
We are excited. I'm extremely excited. I'm, I love the writing aspect. That's probably my favorite part of all of this is actually being able to write. It's, it's the, it's the other stuff, the, the, it's the, 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 the campaigns, the, the broadcasts and all that stuff. That's actually more of a manual labor. This, the, the writing part is to being able to let the story out and then working with John in order to fashion the technical aspects of the story. Um, just earlier today, I brought this up in the last episode, just earlier today, I was, I, I needed, I was texting John, what's the diesel fuel tank size on the Orca? Because they're, they're at the fuel pumps, I need to know how much it would cost. Uh, in 1952, how many gallons would it take to fill up the Orca and how much would it cost? Because I want that so technically right that when I write that Quint hands over $11, then that is what how much it cost in 1952 to fill up the Orca. So that's the, that's the detail we're going in. And, and John was really quick on the draw, was able to send me pictures of a, a certain fuel tanks, what size he thought. And that's just how we've been doing this for the last, since December, right, John? Yeah, not a little before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of work going into this. And it's exciting to know there's a big name in the Jaws community that's reviewing the manuscript, and we believe that they're going to see how special this work is. John, before we check out, is there any closing statements you'd like to say to people who are maybe uh, hesitant or not, or wondering if they should support the Book of Quint? Yeah. So just speaking to the people that are maybe on the fence about, you know, whether it should whether should I, you know, read this book or, you know, whether I shouldn't, you know, it's not very often that, and this is me personally, it's not often that when I read a book or I watch a movie or watch a TV show that you're able to not only identify with the character, but you get emotionally invested into that character. And when the littlest inconvenience or something happens to me, you go just, dang, you know, like, why did that have to come up at this moment? You know, it's not just a case of you're reading through it and a minor inconvenience happens to it and you just keep reading it. You're invested in that character and you're like, like dang, you know, like, why did that have to come around right then? Like, you know, how's he going to get out of it? What's he going to do? How's he going to get around this? It's a roller coaster of a story and i really think that if you're a jaws fan you need to i don't know if saying do your due diligence and reading it is necessarily the right phrase but i believe you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't wow see roller coaster right there from john tedder quint shark and shack etsy.com youtube.com slash orca rebuild that that's that's pretty much what it is is that the quint story is all about loss it's about loss and if you look at his just the entire story as a whole, it's a guy that's constantly trying to make up for something he lost. That's why the book opens right up, part one, right there in the water on that Thursday, August 2nd, 1945, in the water with the, with the survivors of USS Indianapolis. And then it goes from there. And like you said, even that one day, the, the roller coaster on just that one day is pretty amazing. And then and that's just the first part of the book. And so I'm glad that you actually came about that because that's what it feels like here is that 
nothing is being forced. It's just the way it should be. And I'm and I'm happy to say that with this, as we're in the final three weeks of the campaign, I'm happy to say that we have something very special that's going to be brought out. And I hope that anyone listening, if you're hesitant, get on board because Later on, John, how good are these episodes going to be when we get to actually talk about the Book of Quint with spoilers and stuff like that? You know, it's going to be, we're going to have a year's worth of shows just talking about how it makes Jaws more understandable or the character, this character, what he meant to Jaws here. And then there's so much more involved. It puts a fresh set of eyes on Jaws after 50 years. And that's what's exciting about this, right, John? Yeah, and you know, too, it's no longer, again, maybe not the, the right word, but <clears throat> it's no longer stagnant. It, yeah. Like you said, it's a fresh pair of eyes. It's a, it's a fresh new take grounded in the reality of Jaws. It's everything you could want in a Jaws movie, all the while being completely fresh and new. Right. Fresh and new is a concept that, was kind of buried with Jaws because of, and we talked about in Fate of the Orca, episode 19, how it kind of, the franchise was kind of left to die. And here you have fresh and new ideas being injected in there. And it's just really exciting to see it play out. What's going to be very exciting is after October is to be able to talk to people and actually hear their comments because if anything, you're going to take away, I think you're going to take away a lot, but there's going to oh, be yeah. something in this book for you as a Jaws fan that you've watched Jaws and maybe you like the way this was said, or you like the way this was said or something, or maybe you never realized it was said like this in Jaws. And now you'll know, and you're going to totally realize, wow, the background details, certain things in the background, certain characters you're going to realize that they played a lot bigger role than you could ever possibly imagine. Before we go, one more thing is that in order to, and we're going to bring John back for, uh, uh, he's going to be uh, on a lot of episodes coming up um, with his Orca Rebuild project, but also with the map of Amity Island. Uh, John is helping me out with the map of Amity Island. This is a third island. Amity is one of three islands. We're going to have a whole episode on it. But, what is special is that it doesn't just take Jaws, it takes Jaws 2, and it helps explain elements of Jaws 2. The Book of Quint reaches right into Jaws 2, and that's what's exciting is that John and I also kind of, we, we have a soft spot for Jaws 2. I saw Jaws 2 first before 1 because, I, you know, because of my age. That's what's exciting about the map of Amity Island that will be included in the Book of Quint. Unto itself, it will be something special for the viewers of Jaws because you will be able to watch Jaws while looking at a map of what Amity Island really looks like. I was told when we started this that this concept has to be watertight. It has to, everything in the Book of Quint has to gel with Jaws. And so far, in the first 195 pages that you read, John, do you believe that everything is kind of backed up, that it jives with the movie Jaws? There's no continuity errors. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. See, so that's the thing is we are going way over time on this in order to make sure that everything matches up. This is not a haphazard prequel 
where we've seen other prequels to famous movies fall short in that people automatically go, what about this? What about that? He said that here. That would never happen because he said that over here. That doesn't happen here. We are so dedicated to the movie Jaws that we actually make sure, I actually make sure that if the, that element is included in the Book of Quint, then it is backed up and watertight for Jaws. So this thing will be a seamless story altogether. Thanks again for listening. To find out more about the Book of Quint, please visit JawsOB.com or BookofQuint.com. You can find links to head over there in the description of this very episode on whatever listening platform you are listening to right now. Uh, you can write in here at JawsOB2025 at gmail.com. If you read the first chapter, I would love to know what you think. Give me an email and we could talk about it some more. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the Jaws Obsession on whatever platform you're also listening on. Three weeks to go, folks. Three weeks to go. 21 days left to jump in line for the Book of Quint. Hope to see you over there. Thanks for listening. Farewell and adieu.